Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. I'm Stephanie Hansen, the eater at stephaniesdish.com, and we are here with Podcast on a Stick with Stephanie March, the Senior Food and Dining Editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Welcome to Day 6 of the Minnesota State Fair. We are live in the Coliseum. We are actually sitting in the stands here while they are showing the cutest moo cows. Brown cows. Brown and white cows. They're adorable. They're chocolate milk cows. They're caramel cows. They gotta make the best milk. I mean, they're so cute. I love watching them. And I just want to give a visual to the people listening. For whatever reason, today I wore a white shirt, (laughs) which is a solid State Fair rookie mistake. It's a sin, people. I already have stains on it. And you, as my lovely partner pointed out, you are also wearing not a white shirt, but a shirt that has fully been stained by coffee as you walked into the fair. Because, you know, at this point... No one's going to notice our stains. And also, it is a little bit of a soggy day to start. Day six is a little bit tough on the old old weather side. But they say it's going to clear up kind of midday. So I'm hoping that if people are listening to this and they're thinking, should I come out? If it's clear out, come on out. There's a lot of great stuff happening today. And today is the day where you get to identify people by their ponchos. This is, a, well, if you're out here in the morning with the rain time, yes, for sure. Yeah, because people have like their media ponchos on, mm-hmm. they have their state fair ponchos. I gotta say, sometimes a poncho you grab is just a poncho you grab. You know I what did, I'm saying? I like, ended up with a lift poncho right. today, which is cool. Like, I, like I have lift. never taken a lift in my life, but I, if there was a lift poncho for free and it was raining, I would take that lift poncho. Okay, this I'm is not, not like, a commercial for lift. I know. But I, I can't believe you've never taken one. I've They're only amazing. Ubered. I've only Ubered. Oh. But I don't use that. I don't use it very car often. Car service. Because you out. live so far out. Yeah. yeah. I because. have car service to out where you are. 45 bucks yeah, from my I'm house. Like, that's <laughs> it was kind of one way. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't do that often, do we? It was we? the price of a dinner. No, I use that kind of those services out when I'm traveling. But, again, this is not a transportation show. This no. is a state fair show. It is. And as we rounded our way around the Coliseum, first of all, Colise- let's talk about the Warner Coliseum because it has been redone in the last couple uh, years, I believe. The reliefs on the outside of the building, the deco reliefs, yeah. uh, La Atoile du Nord, uh, the scenes as you walk in that are in, I don't, they look like they're in sandstone, but they must be in concrete. They're so beautiful. Oh, I think, yeah, I think, well, and the fun thing is about uh, this Coliseum is that it is a great space to kind of take a load off, to have a few moments. There's plenty of seats. There's food all in the Coliseum. And gifts and tables and shopping. And shopping. But I mean, you can come into the actual arena. There's never a ticket. You just come and pick a seat. Yesterday, I watched a whole bunch of buggies Horse and buggies driving around <laughs> was sort of insane. I didn't know what I was watching, but I caught a, you know, I caught like a quick foot rest and in my day and, and it was kind of great. We are in the Lee and Rose Warner Coliseum watching the cows. And so when we first sat down, Stephanie was like, okay, it's kind of quiet in here. Is that going to be a problem if we're talking? You know, because people take their animal well, judging their here kids. very seriously. They're watching yep. their kids or their husbands or other, their, and, their, and their animals. And so I don't ever want to disrespect that because I know that this is a major part of why we are at the state fair. So, Do you know what color the sweepstakes or grand champion ribbons are? Purple. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That. Wow. You just blew my mind. I know. I know that. way because too much. I thought you would State say fair. blue ribbon for sure. No. Purple, grand champions are purple. 
All right. Yeah, so that's how you distinguish them because the blue ribbons are the top in the category, and then the grand champion, usually the you know the multi category winner or the sweepstakes winner, is purple. Oh, never yep. one to disappoint stuff. I March. know. I'm telling you. Okay, yes- I got info yesterday. I, got- yeah. I had something that I want people to know is at the state fair because it's hard to find. Okay, at Bridgman's, there is the black licorice ice cream, which if you like black licorice, yes. It's incredible. Is it good? It is incredible, and it's very hard to find. Is it hard uh, to yes, find? Yes, it is Why hard is to find. Hard? Only Bridgman's has it. Think of where, like, you know where your nearest Bridgman's is. There are not that many anymore. But they're not selling it, like, in the grocery store? Because there's no. Bridgman's ice cream uh-uh. in your grocery. No. Oh. So they told I you that? S- I know it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Look at her, like, fact-checking well, me. I'm just because... I walked by the booth, and I saw that they had it, and I was so full, and I stopped, and I was like, I can't miss this moment. But is... So is that, like, your thing? The licorice ice cream is something you love I love black licorice ice cream, okay. and it's really hard to find. I've never... I don't know if I've ever... I love black licorice, too, but oh, I don't know Steph, if I've ever had the ice cream. It's really, really good. It's hmm. like something about that anise flavor with the creamy. Yeah, and I can it, see it. It was wonderful. Oh, good for you. I, it was it a was happy very pretty, day. Especially with the the uh, the proclivity for people with Instagrammy things to do pictures of black things, black sweet treats, like the black charcoal coffee and those oh, kind I of stuff. Oh, I don't know about this proclivity. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> There's so many pictures of black charcoal lattes at this point. I think while I was there, I also discovered something else. Yeah. I think I might have found the most expensive fair food because we're going to talk about inexpensive fair foods today. Yep. $25. The Lollapalooza. The Lollapalooza. But I mean... The I lo- mean, I'm, it's totally worth yes. it. I'm not saying it's not worth well, and it. Well, it's almost not just a state fair food. You know what I mean? It's like the Lollapalooza is, what is it, like 10 scoops of ice cream or something like this that? This one here is eight. Okay. With the different sauces. The Lollapalooza is like as nostalgic as it gets. Yes. Do you remember like your mom taking there with the family for your birthday or... Oh, we used to stop on the way home from uh, the Children's Theater. Yeah. So we'd go to a show at the Children's Theater and then we would come home uh, and then we on our way home we'd stop and we'd get Sundays. Yeah. yeah. Sundays. The Turtle Sunday. Bridgman's is famous for that. They have that here too. Oh, good. But the Lollapalooza and uh, nobody was getting it, but they do have the buttons here too. Yeah. That you can... I ate a whole Lollapalooza. Yeah. So if you're in interested in really getting nostalgic, you can find your $25 Lollapalooza here. And I'm just going to go on record saying it's worth it. It is worth it. Hey, you know what I've just noticed? P.S. As we're sitting here in the Lee and Rose Warner Coliseum watching them show cows, all the handlers are wearing white pants. I wonder, that's obviously a thing. Yeah. But they're all wearing white pants. I wonder why that is a requirement. Is it so that they can see the legs of the cow without being you know, distracted, distracted or like some, I don't know. It's not because they're not going to spill on them later. Right. I can assure you of that. I know. And it's kind of a dirty place. I mean, like in terms of there's a dirt floor. Yeah. So you would think that there, that would be a rough thing. Although white is great because you just bleach it out. But oh, I'm just noticing that they all have different cows, colored shirts. Like they have a little attitude. Yeah. Kind of like. Talking, there, you know, there are young people out here. There are older people out here. There are, you know, men and women, both all showing cows. It's kind of interesting. Okay, there's one that's like a rodeo bull over there. You see him? He's kind of the biggest brown one, and he is really looking like he is not enjoying walking in the circle at a snail's pace well, that okay, they're making him. So we've just had to stop because someone is taking a bathroom break, and then they all have to stop, it seems like. <laughs> and then now... Oh, we have another Randy oh, one. Mm-hmm. He, oh, see, no, does he get points off for that? Yes, he does. Do like, you know? I do. Like, is this a thing that just yes. while they're walking or until they get to the middle? No, you, it's like the dog show. It's all about your presentation. It's about your manners. See, he's got him kind of back in check. Uh, oh, oh, he just punched him in the nose. 
I mean, that's some tough love. That's a cow. I don't that just even got know. Just say about what just happened. She got punched in the nose. The cow got punched in the nose. Oh, oh. We're having a lot of feelings about this, but this cow is is this cow, this cow is. I feel like we should be the color commentary here. By the way, okay, we should because we would be a lot better than the man who we've heard mumbling. Yeah. Oh, he is mad. The, oh, the handler. Is the handler not, is mad because mad. his cow is <gasps> actually very his, beautiful. Oh, and now his his cow actually is doing some pirouettes. Yeah. While all the other cows are walking in a straight line. This cow is turning circles like just turning in circles and the handler and him are having some harsh words they're talking it's not it's not a happy time oh yeah it's tough oh oh, oh. he is gonna he's yep. gonna beat that cow he just got a wall. little slap on the flank i don't know about raising cows but it seems to me like that relationship could need some improvement it, i think they might have some therapists <laughs> Cow you know, therapist. Yeah, there might be some therapists back in the cow barn that maybe perhaps have to be dealt with. All right. All right. So anyway, no one can see the cows that we see. No. So and they also can't see this child who has been sitting in front of me in her two-person stroller, kind of not crying, but like whining for 10 minutes now. And every time I look at the kid, she's pointing down at the ground because all she wants is her blanket that has fallen down on the ground. And Stephanie's like, don't, don't do this it, don't do it, because I feel like I'm going to like nope. get out of my you, seat and go get her her blanket. I mean, nobody is being abused here. You do not no, know the story. I, know. I just wanted her to get her blanket. I know, but what if she? Oh, what see, if, they finally gave it to her and she stopped. But okay, we're, I'm, there is we're fear move etiquette. On from this. Yeah. We are because when you see families melting down, because when you're here, you're here for a super long hot day. You're here. Everybody's been eating. You've been walking a ton. Sometimes you see families in their not optimal place. Exactly. I'm just saying that nobody, and would you, if you were in your not optimal place with your kids, do you want a stranger walking nope. up and telling you what you think, what they think you they know about nope. you? No. Nope. This is my point. I was just going to give the kid her blanket. Yeah, but again, what if she was just going to throw it down again and then it creates She a probably cycle? would. Right. She probably would. So maybe they're doing something. Maybe you would have ruined something that they've been working on. Oh, See, this I'm is what saying. happens this on day six think. of the fair. Big picture. You Big start picture. to notice different things. You start to notice the cows. Yes. All sorts of things. So let's talk about... It's Military Appreciation Day. I do appreciate the military. Good. There's a lot of great stuff happening in Dan Patch Park today. There's some great... There was a great uh, helicopter flyover this morning. Oh, that's as cool. they were doing a special flag raising. But you can go down to Dan Patch Park, you guys. There are tons of exhibits and d- booze and everything sort of celebrating local heroes. And uh, there's a lot of great military uh, personnel around the fair today. You can see them all there because they get a special discount. Do you feel like, speaking of special discounts, we haven't talked about the Blue Ribbon book. I really miss the boat on not buying that because of all the food I've bought at the fair, like it's probably about half and half that I'll go up to the booth and I'll say, I want whatever I want. And they'll say, do you have our coupon? And like, I just should have a stamp on my forehead that says, no, I was the dope that didn't buy the blue ribbon book because I could have already saved. I think you can buy them here though. I have not seen one as I've walked by. I think right inside the big gates, right inside the main gate off of Snelling, I think there's a little information booth where you can buy those books. Okay. If you haven't bought one and you're coming out to the fair, here's my tip. Find one and buy it because every booth I've gone to, I could have saved money and I didn't. And there's lots of good values in there. Yeah. If you are eating, I guess, I don't remember how much they are. The the Blue Blue Ribbon Ribbon book. book. I don't know. I'll find out, though. Yeah, uh, because, I mean, it has it has to be a, a case in which you are actually eating a lot of food, in my mind, or coming multiple times. Because, obviously, if you pay for a book, then you only use one or two coupons. It doesn't seem like it's a very good deal. 
Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen with Podcast on a Stick, and we are in the dairy barn, and we are talking to a family here that we have two boys and two girls and their dad, Dan, and they're here with their cows. Jamie, how many cows do you have here? We have seven, I think. Five. 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 Jamie is looking at his sisters, who are a little older, for clarification. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Five cows. All right, sister, I don't know your name. What's your name? Dana. Dana. So you have five cows here. Have you been at the state fair every year? Or is this new for you guys? Every year. So since you were a little kid? Pretty, well, yeah, we started when I was in third grade. Dana, you're how old now? I'm 19. Okay, and Jamie, how old are you? I am 11. Sawyer? 11. Okay, you guys are twins, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of look alike. I'm smart like that. <laughs> All right, and the sister whose name is? Emily. Emily, how old are you? 17. You're 17, okay. So every year since you guys were little, you've been coming out here, do you actually have a running cattle farm? Yes. And when you have a running cattle farm... What do you do every day? Like, do you uh, have, we to have to feed the calves, milk the cows, take care of them? How many cows do you have on your farm? Uh, about. How many? Emily is saying 21 cows. So, when you have 21 cows, one of the things that people don't understand is these aren't. They're like having real live animals that need food and milking every day. How many times a day do you have to milk the cows? Twice. Twice. Okay, so do you guys take turns or do you have a job list? How does that work? Well, it's mostly a family farm, so we all work together at it. And so when it's time to milk the cows, Emily, do you just all four of you go out there together? No, not usually. One of us will go feed the calves or something different. All right, so Sawyer, I know you wanted to say something. Go ahead. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay, so you have five cows here today. Is anyone showing the cows? Uh, I am show. I showed two of them. I'm going to be um, Emily showing them, and our older sister Alyssa is showing them too. Yeah, because Dan said he has five kids out here today. Okay, totally serious question. You're, you go and you take the cows and you're walking through the Coliseum. We saw someone whose cow was not obeying. What do you do when your cow is not obeying and not getting in line? Uh, we just try to control them. There's not really much you can do. Just, it's, sometimes it just depends on how like well they are with everything going on. So, So do you practice? Yes, we go out pretty much almost every day working with our animals. Okay, and when the animal is not doing, we just saw a man, we were watching a show, and he like kind of bopped him in the nose a little bit. Would that be like a standard way that you'd get them in line? Yes. Um, if you hit their nose a little bit, it just kind of like tells them like knock it off kind of like, and then they kind of, sometimes they stop, sometimes they don't. It just depends. All right, so Jamie and Sawyer, your sisters are a little older. They're showing cows. Are you going to show cows when you're older? Yeah. Yes. What are you going to do to win? Like, how do you win? Um, well, you yeah. train, them, train them, bring them here, get, get them ready, you do, do their top lines. You, you make sure they look really good. So what's a top line? A top, a top line, line is where they're like backbone. There's the backbone. hair, you spike up their hair. Oh, so they have a nice pretty line from like the back of their neck to the back of their butt. Yeah. Okay, so you get them ready, you get them all pretty, and like, how do you know if you have a like a winning cow? Um, the judge will 
like, well, sit, like, like look at you, you bring a lot. you out and put you in the front of the line. Yeah, it likes to look at you a lot. So eye contact's important. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and when you have a cow that's born, like, have you ever had to like have a calf on the farm? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, tell me about when it's calfing time because I bet it goes on for some hours. Yes, it does. So sometimes the cow needs help, so yeah. we'll pull them. Okay, have you ever had to pull a cow? Yes. Yes. How do you know the cow needs help, Jamie? Because if the, it takes a long time and if it just can't get it out, we just go there because it, if it's if the cows if the calf stays in there too long, it will die. So you're really trying hard to make sure that you're safe for the mom, safe for the cow. Do you get grossed out at all? No. No. Yeah. Never grossed out. No. Dana, Emily, never grossed out. I'm pretty much used to it right you're now. You're used to yeah. it. Okay, so what does gross you out? Is there anything that grosses you out in life? No. Snakes. Snakes. Oh. Snakes gross you out. You're not going to go to the reptile bar and I have a feeling. Oh. <laughs> All right, so where is your farm located? Plainview, Minnesota. Plainview, Minnesota. And do you stay at the state fair in this barn for the whole 12 days? Well, I was up here for 4-H, so I was up here Wednesday to Sunday, and then I came up today. Okay, so were you, or are you involved in the play at all? There's like some performance that happens with the 4-H kids. No, Emily, she's, okay. Our forage uh, group doesn't yeah, do share the fun. Okay, so Emily and Dana are not involved in the play that we're going to see later today. Where do you sleep? Well, we sleep in, there. in this tent over around here. Yeah. And there's like beds are in it. Cots, right? Cots. Okay, and just to point out, the tent is like literally maybe a, it's not really a tent, it's just a no, sheet. It's yeah, because like yeah, we can't have a top on it. Yeah. But. Where do you eat? Right in here. We bring our own food. Okay, I was going to say, like, does your mom bring food? Because it's really expensive to eat out at the fair. We bring our own food. Uh, We set, like, each day a meal. So, like, we have a feast pretty much up here. (laughs) And also, sometimes we also just go buy buy something. Sometimes you get a treat. So, if you're going to get a treat at the fair, and I'm going to ask each one of you, what would your treat be at the fair? Dana, I'll start with you. Fried pickles. Fried pickles are my favorite, too. How about you? Cookies. Cookies, the sweet Marthas. Do you get the whole bucket or the cone? The bucket. Yeah, you have like five people in your family. You're going to be fine with the bucket. How about you, Sawyer? The french fries. Oh, do you get a bucket? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good bucket. How about you, Emily? Uh, Snow cone. Snow cone. I like the snow cones, too. Oh, yeah, Jamie and Sawyer nodding their heads at the snow cones. You guys, thank you so much for sharing your State Fair story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. Bargain book and state fair carts are open every day from 9 to 5. But how much are they? Well, that part. Oh, here. Uh, uh, they are, oh my gosh, what? $5. Oh, see? I've that already probably lost $20 in opportunities for things I wanted to buy. You well, can you also buy them time. at Cup Foods. You have still time to do it. You can buy it. I do. I mean, you still have time to use coupons. And I think what people forget, too, is it's not just about the food. There is, like, merchandise coupons in there, too. Yeah. Yep, We absolutely. talked about the Adam Turman towel, but there's a lot of great deals here. Yeah. Um, and, in fact, we were talking about, uh, let's talk about some of those deals that we found. I'm going to tell you a little story. As we were doing some deal hunting, because yesterday, I think it was yesterday, we were talking about, you know, the little itsy-bitty, itty-bitty Christie bar, which yeah. is a buck seventy-five, which is a perfect sort of situation. And we also talked about how I was looking for that 
$4 spend right before I left. Right. right? So then yesterday as I was leaving, I was thinking, let's try to do, let's see what we can come up with. And I found Mike's Hamburgers over by the Giant Slide. There's a $2.50 cheeseburger offer. Oh, that's a great deal. Oh, my God. No, it's not. (laughs) Why? It is a burger, the smallest burger, which is fine. The thinnest patty, which if it was okay. But it was it had been cooked two days ago, and like the stripe of tiny cheese on the top of it, it was cold. They, I paid for it. She gave me a receipt. You know, she goes, "Go hand this to yep. the kid in the center." I walked over. I handed it to the kid in the center, and he looks at it, looks at me, reaches up, and just pulls this yellow package, like a yellow wrapped burger, and hands it to me. I don't even know how long it had been sitting there. It was there were no pickles. You could uh, put ketchup or mustard oh. on it, and that was it for two fifty. Now that's my thing. I mean, it's a two dollar and fifty cents. That's what they have to do to make money off of that. But my go thing back is, to the Midway Men's Club, folks. Well, or if you're not, because I know that we've been saying that a lot. But that guy, then someone said, "Hey, there's a burger in the Coliseum." So in total, you know, like reportage, it was reportage. I went to, I came here to the Coliseum, and I went to Aldo's, which is a burger spot right over in the corner, which is the one. It's right by where the animals come in. Yep, and the gates. Over by section 23. And they said, hey, because someone had given me a tip. Like, hey, there's a great burger spot in the Coliseum. So I went over to Aldo's. I, I ordered a cheeseburger. They put the burger on the griddle. They did not griddle I your watched. bun. No, not the bun, but they were cooking the burger to Oh, order. okay, right there. That's the point. It wasn't this thing where it was like a I was going to get all excited because I do love a griddle well, bun. Well, I probably could have asked for it because he there was nobody else I mean, sure. there was nobody else there. And so I was like, and I didn't, I was kind of just kind of seeing how it was go. I would actually ask for a griddled bun now. But he went in and he flattened the burger and he put the cheese on it, a big hunk of cheese. And then he put a dome on it. It was like a diner burger. And then they had pickles, lettuce, onion, How tomato, much was it? $7. Oh, okay. So if I'm All thinking by a the $5 difference or $4.50 difference between that cheeseburger at Aldo's and the cheeseburger at Mike's, it's, that is five four dollars worth spending completely but that's 100 percent. Like sometimes cheap doesn't always win no sometimes fact, you make the decision right? to go for something better yeah now i'm gonna say yeah. if you only have 250 burning a hole in your pocket yeah head on over to the pizza wagon mm-hmm. right over by the midway right that's a good call it's a fairly large slice of maybe what would be the equivalent of like a Jack's pizza. Yep. But it's tasty. I might go do that after this. We should maybe go over there and take a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, it's tasty. It's just, it's pretty much like frozen pizza, but it's good frozen pizza. And yeah. You get a really large slice. And for two fifty, I think that's a good value. Um, I really do appreciate that. You know, one of the great deals is the cider, frozen cider pop up at the Ag Hort building. And that sucker's like a buck, I think. Or okay, that is cheap. I've seen a lot of kids with 50. those up there. Yeah, that's just good and cheap. Here, also in the Coliseum, I walked by, uh, there's a sweet shop. Um, gosh, no, I... Tyrums oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, you had Tyrums. it on your Instagram story. Tyrums. And they have a two for $3 candy gig. And I thought that was... Cool. Okay. Like they have, but I mean, you can also get like Rice Krispie bars yeah. and all sorts of, if you have three bucks burning, you know, a hole in your pocket and you need a couple of things, sweet treats to go, that's not a bad idea. Um, we walked by the taco place yesterday that yes. had a $4 hard the taco. Mexican hat. Right. So that's another that's one if you've got less than five bucks. Front of the grandstand. Mm-hmm. And then there's Juanita's Fajitas. Also known as Fajitas. Juanitas Fajitas, <laughs> which we all like to say because we're, chi- we're children, basically. But those are six bucks. I'd like an order of Fajitas a, with yeah. a side of Guatemala. Guatemala. 
Um, those are all six. Those are six bucks. That's okay. a pretty good deal. It's it a is a good deal because it's a bucks. yeah, a lot of food. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We had some other good. What else did we have that? Yeah, was like we were good walking by things. and we were just talking about some of the things you can get that are sort of you know, um, good deals. Yeah, Aldo's is the burger. We place. were taking pictures of them too. I know. Um, Stephanie, yesterday was sort of magical in that I'd like people to. I took a picture of the Australian p- potatoes for you, by the oh, way. Oh, I know you want some. Yeah, I do want those. Yesterday was a great day to. Oh, Stephanie just showed me a sad picture burger. Yesterday was a great day, and I just um, had this dog. And I know you've had this hot dog, Stephanie, the Chicago dog. Oh, yeah. Over at, um, I want to say it's, the, I had the St. Paul dog. From where? Um, over at, is it like Dave's Hot Dogs? It's right over in the West End Market. And I had the dog with like some seasoned salt and there was a pickle on it and tomatoes. Oh, that's a Chicago dog for sure. Yeah. And it's the Do you same. Get sport peppers? Yes. Yes. I asked for extra sport <gasps> peppers actually. Where is this? Right outside West End Market, and they have been at other festivals around, but they are from the Twin Cities. I want to say it's like Dave's Chicago Dogs. Oh. Um, What I appreciated about the lady, she put like every single condiment on there, like she was a surgeon extracting something out of my body. It Mm -hmm. was so amazing how she set everything in. And when she got all done, I said, now can you just hold that for a second so I can take a picture? I said, because I really appreciate the care with which you put my dog together. She was beaming. She was so happy that I, like... I noticed, you know, and just like exactly yeah. how she put the peppers on and the pickle and then the shake of salt and the poppy seed roll. I'm so going to go have one of those because I've been craving a really good hot dog and I don't get them because I'm afraid of being disappointed. That's like, a good I, one. I get to a point where I'm like, I really want a hot dog and I really want a good, a well done hot dog. But like, I know I'll be sad so no. that I don't even try. Go there because I... How much I, was it? Do you remember? I want to say five bucks. I mean, like not a lot. At the fair, I would pay five bucks for a hot dog. Yeah, and it was good. Yeah, it's tough, but I like that idea of especially a Chicago dog because you don't find those as often here. You have a lot of yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I. That's a whole pickle spear on there. Yeah, it was really good. That's nice. I like it. Um, What do you think about? I had the Lulu Lucy yesterday too at Surly. At Lulu's Public at Lulu, House. The Surly mm-hmm. Lulu. The Julu, Lulu, yeah. I, it's the dumbest name. I can't do that it. That is such Julu a good beer. Lucy. Yeah, it's a good juicy, you know, IPA. Do you know what else happened yesterday? Speaking Ooh, of juicy IPAs, what? there was a lady who I was standing over by the Twin Cities Live area. You were doing an on-air segment, and I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do next, whether I was going to go home or walk around. And I was standing there, and some lady came up and like, hi, Stephanie, I've been listening to the podcast on a stick. It's been so fun. And this is my husband, Tim. And he turns to face me, and he opens his mouth to say something. And I said, what IPA are you having? And he kind of gave me this like weird face. And I was like, your breath. I can smell it on your breath. And it smells like some kind of citrusy, happy situation. <laughs> and his wife was dying. She was like, oh, my God, you can smell that on his breath. He was like, well, yeah, it's right here. It was hysterical. And she sent me an Instagram message today. She's like, by the way, my husband is now a huge fan, too. She was like, he could not believe that you identified the beer on his breath. I was trying to decide if I would be mortified that, like, obviously I'm breathing at you or (laughs) no. No, it's because he turned his head to say something and it, like, went, whoa. He had IPA wind. And it was, like, just the (laughs) zest of it. It was so It was zesty IPA wind. It was the breeze of IPA. So that happened yesterday. That's amazing. (laughs) You know, you. If you can identify someone's beer choice by their breath, I just 
I, I'm sort of like sitting here going <laughs> that is, I'm actually picturing the moment and picturing his face of confusion of like how how what you, is what is what? happening how is the yeah I love that and she did um she did text me today too and she was like by the way that was my husband I don't know. Like I was like, yeah, I, I assumed it was. Okay. Did she think you were hitting on her or something? No, Maybe? I don't think That's so. That's also possible sometimes, you guys. That people think I'm hitting on them because I'm like overly personal so and in lovely. their business. You're so lovely. Um, like here, do you mind if I just sit down and eat some of your yeah. fries? Oh, how about if I have some of that? Do you eat people's state fair food? No. Oh, I, I totally do. Come on. What do you mean? Like if you're sitting in you the frontier. Well, not like a hundred percent. Oh my god, girlfriend! What? Okay, if you're sitting in like one of the bars here, like you're at the Carib Cafe, and someone's got the delicious crab cakes, and they're like, "Hey, you want to try some?" Now, there's a difference <laughs> from what you're saying. Someone says, "Hey, you want to try some?" and you walking up to somebody and saying, "No, what are those?" No, no, no. Okay. I am like in the space, and they say, "Hey." Or you're do you like, walk over what and say, are hey, those? What are yeah, those? I do. Okay, well, that's and then they're like, your... "You want to try some?" Because we're all out here sharing food. Yeah. Yeah. Would you in that instance share? Uh, uh, would I share? I always no, share. No, not you share. Would you eat it? If uh, you were like, hey, are those the walleye cakes over at Giggles Grill? And- it would have to super depend. It would have to be like, because no, I don't want to eat other people's <laughs> foods because I feel like even if that Minnesota nice thing compels you to offer it, they probably want to eat it themselves. Well, who's got that kind of time to do the psychological analysis? If you ask me if I really want some, I'm going to say yes. I just have that moment of like where I read the table. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like a server. You read the table. You go, okay, this is... Uh, these people, like if they go, yeah, that's the it's the Australian potatoes. Do you want some? No. See, then I would be know. like, yes. I dive in face first. Yeah, no. Give me your spoon. I, Give I, me your fork. I feel like I'm here for other people. I'm here to help you guide things. I'm not here <laughs> not to take your food, your food, I guess. That's my point. I mean, if you want to like play a game where we're like, hey, will you take this and I'll taste this and we'll see. But oh, no, we I'm have, not. We have uh, errant cow. We have two people trying to get the cow under control. Oh. And one has the hiccups. They're stacked. The cows are stacked right now. Stacked two, three deep, waiting to get their line, turn in line. God, everybody on the end is so badly behaved. There's one without white pants, Stephanie. Oh, there's a bunch of people without white pants now. Yep, they just have regular jeans on, so apparently you do not have to wear white pants. Mad at her. Oh, she's so mad at her cow right now. She is mad at her cow, but she's she's not punching him in the face. She's she may do it later. Whispering sweet nothings into his ear and saying, "Please, little cow, please do what I say." Just long enough for judging. Hey, you know what's really good about today, by the way, besides the fact that we are in the Warner Coliseum at the State Fair, it's it's a day to go watch the Four H Kids musical. Have you ever gone to watch the musical? No, but someone texted me yesterday and said that it makes you cry. It's so sweet. That's it is farm kids. Part of their 4-H thing is a is an arts, you know, arts credits and things like that. And they there is uh, up at the 4-H building, which is over kind of on the Snelling side of the fair. Um, they've got uh, they've got something called Haskell's or Has- Has- Haskell's Hall, and the kids put on a musical. They put on the fair kids, the 4-H fair kids put on a musical and it's just like singing and dancing and costumes and orchestra and everything. And I'm going to go watch that today. Oh, what time is it? Oh, it, it happens a couple different times during okay. the day. All right. But I, I might think have to like, check that it, out like with you. It's like a couple. They, they, they do something like 25 performances over the course of the fair. Okay. Do they have a 4-H for city people or city kids? 
Well, I mean, there's it's about farming. So, <laughs> so I guess the answer to that is no. no I don't. But the 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 4-H stuff is is associated with the University of Minnesota. Oh, so there's okay. a part of that that all works in Congress together. But I think that it's mostly you know. I mean, city kids have everything else. Can some the rural kids have some things? For God's sakes. Fine. I know. Hey, just to cue you up, you guys, also, just don't forget that all these kind of little tips of things that are happening every single day, like the 4-H stuff, you know, and, and uh, you know, there's the goat show is this morning, and they have a, we missed, by a few minutes getting here, we missed the celebrity animal, the Agrolympics, celebrity farm animal calling. Oh. I know. I thought we should go over there, but we missed it by 10 minutes, so... Um, but that was like having newscasters and everybody having to call pigs to them. And so it's kind of a fun show. That but is you funny. You can find all of this stuff, you guys, on the State Fair Daily, which is a daily post that I've been putting out every morning by 8 a.m., no later, on MSPMag.com. And just because rounding up, I have really realized through this podcast and through doing the State Fair Daily that there are so many things that I never knew were happening at the fair. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yes. There are so it's many things. It's like a, a city of two million people yeah. over the course of 12 days. Yeah. It's the arts. It's the animals. It's the food. It's the drinks. It's the midway rides. It's the kitty rides. It's getting your blood pressure checked. It's health. It's wellness. Yeah. It's crafts. It just goes on and on, on and, and on, on. Yep. Which makes it amazing. It is true. And on that note, should okay. we wrap up our episode here Let's from the Coliseum? It. You've been listening to the State Fair Podcast on a Stick. Day six. Make it your best day ever.